Welcome to the Peace, Love and Prosperity podcast featuring a high street banker. This is episode 7, the top 10 words of wisdom that I rely on. So sorry we've been back for we've not been back for a while. Uh, it's been about 17 weeks which will be roughly run running with the time with the uh, lockdown. So it's been 17 weeks with me and my daughter mainly, 24/7 which is a, a wonderful experience and I wouldn't swap it for the world. Currently sitting in a hospital car park because we went to the beach and my daughter got a piece of shell stuck in her foot. And so this is her third return to the hospital, so it's been quite serious. So she's currently having an operation as we speak and I'm sitting in a car park because we're only allowed one in, so the wife is with her. So here we go. We are on episode seven, my top 10 words of wisdom that I rely on. However, there's more than 10, so I don't know why I called it top 10, but this is what it is. So here we go. So the first one, the first words of wisdom I have is, you make your own luck. This comes from Bob Wilson, who is goalkeeper for both Scotland and Arsenal when they won the double. When I was a child, I was very, very lucky. My parents um, booked me on summer camps and Easter camps as a goalkeeping school. And you'd meet lots of Division One uh, players at the time. So the Premiership hadn't started at that particular point. So we had David Seaman, David O'Leary, we had Joe Corrigan, Hans Sagers, loads and loads and loads of different footballers would turn up. And Bob would give little seminars. And his words of wisdom are, you make your own luck. He also had another one called, the best goalkeeper in the world was Hans Leading, but that's a bit of a joke and play on words there um, in terms of technique around goalkeeping. But you make your own luck comes to a certain degree from the laws of attraction but it is true you do make things happen so that you become lucky and in the flip side you make things happen that make you unlucky because you you subconsciously make these things happen so you do make your own luck um, a classic example of this is in goalkeeping when you're playing football when a penalty is played so many goalkeepers just dive and sometimes I get the ball and quite often they just miss it. Making your own luck in that particular circumstance is doing your research, having a very good idea of where they're going to go, having practiced often enough that you've, you've, you've got the information you need, being able to read the ball and then also standing still long enough to not guess it and just go the wrong way so you beat the battle. So you make your own luck, that comes from Bob Wilson, total legend. I hope I get to meet him again at some point in the future. He's an absolute influence on me. So, that's the first one. Second one. If you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you've always got. That's true to a very certain degree. You know, um, if you remember the scene in Jurassic Park where Jeff Goldblum's character talks about the water dropping off the hand and it won't always go in the same direction. That's probably the exception to the rule. But otherwise, if you do always do what you've always done, you should realistically get what you've always got, subject to certain outside parameters that you can't control. My, one of my bosses, she says it's madness to carry on doing the same thing if it's not working. And to a certain degree, that's true. It's very rare that um, continuing to do the same thing and getting the same output is likely to change. That kind of ties in with the 80-20 principle of 20% of actions deliver 80% of results. If you're going to do the same actions, realistically, you should get the same results 80% of the time. So 
it's a really good one that you have to ask yourself if you're having a failing relationship time and time and time again will you doing the same things you know if you're not successful at achieving the same thing have you made minor changes to change it or are you doing the same thing again are you repeating failure you know thomas edison created the light bulb and failed 10,000 times before he got it right the first time so you know, he learned 10,000 ways how to not make a light bulb but he didn't do the same thing again and again and again he did variations on him so if you always do what you've always done you'll always get what you've always got number three we're going to be quoting les brown again here we love les brown so reach for the stars if you fall short you'll end up in the heavens it's such a wonderful statement it really is it really 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 is and go in for it and you know it follows on from making your own luck because you've already seen that destination you're already going to do what you're going to do you're going to make the effort to do it therefore if you do fall short at least you're going along further than what you would have done if you kind of brought down what you what, what you thought you were going to do you lowered your expectations you went realistic yeah so reach for the stars reach for the absolute furthest possible idea that you could ever do it just because people say no doesn't mean that they're right it's down to you you make your own luck whoever thought that in 1969 they would land on the moon yet here we are in 2020 and they can barely get a manned spacecraft off the ground again you know what's that all about you wouldn't have projected that from 69 would you no and on the flip side when you look back you go well how do they do that with less technology than is in my mobile phone that i'm recording this on don't get me wrong high-tech mobile phone but there we go so that is number three reach for the stars because if you fall short you'll end up in the heavens number four this one comes from michael jordan um i watched the uh the last dance i didn't know what it was my mates had mentioned it and i thought it was like a high school reunion thing it sounded very strange but last dance was to do the red bulls uh, final season and the other several seasons of massive success that were driven by the arrival of michael jordan and the one massive takeaway other than air jordans look gorgeous in most cases and that the basketball players may wear the most ridiculous suits in the world um, four button that's just complete faux pas um the biggest thing that came away from watching that was jordan talking about taking a shot and he said why would i even think about missing when i haven't even taken the shot why would i think of missing when i haven't even taken the shot i hope that's really sunk in really 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 sunk in we go back to uh, you make your own uh, your own luck you know if you're thinking negatively you're making your own bad luck if you're not reaching for the stars then again you know you're thinking of missing before you've even taken that shot such a massive 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 um, um, thought why would I think about missing the shot before I've even taken it pre-visualization mind very much driving the body not allowing that little chimp to come out and you see your fast brain come out and, and and dominate your thinking and and take you off skew you know 
so many times playing football you lean back too far and you shoot the ball over the net or over the thing and it's purely because you're thinking about missing you're not thinking about hitting the target you've not even dreamt it's going to go in so re-emphasize that one why would i even think of missing the shot before i've even taken it number five where focus goes energy flows it's very much comes from the group of people around Ronda Breen and The Secret, the uh, best-selling book, the one that got Colin McGregor from the SETI to a 25, 26 million pound fight boxing. Um, where focus goes, energy flows. It's so true. It really is. How many times have you tried to do two things at the same time? You know, typically, you can only do one thing exceptionally well or you can do two things poorly or badly or not as well so where focus goes energy flows and this is true it harps back again to jordan sentiment and it happens back back that's a les brown sentiment and it also heads back to bob wilson sentiment you know where focus goes energy flows if you're focusing on missing the shot you're gonna miss it if you're focused on screwing up and worrying about it, you're gonna screw it up, you're gonna worry about it. If you focus on winning, if you focus on delivering, if you focus on reaching the stars, achieving your goal, achieving your dreams, you're gonna hit it. Where focus goes, energy flows. Number six, for every high, there is an equal and opposite low. This comes from a scientific principle, I think it's by Newton. Um, I think it's Newton's third law. And I find it really important to truly understand it. It's kind of the, the opposites of hypermania and um, full depression, I guess. And it's understanding that in order to feel really, really low, you've had to have really felt really, really high. In order to feel really, really high, and to understand that high truly to its level, to the term of bliss, uh, B-L-I-S-S, bliss, um, you had to have felt, felt pretty rubbish in the first place. Um, and it's really important to, to understand that. So I'll give you a kind of brief example. It's a daft example, but it's a brief example. There's a program called the Bing Bang Theory, and it's hilarious. Um, several geeks and scientists and you know comic book types and uh, um, several other stereotypes that I'm sure in, in, in the very near history the lots of the jokes on here will just be absolutely blacklisted from it but it's really 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 funny um, my wife and my daughter went on a massive marathon one of those Netflix marathons where you just don't stop we're talking 12 series 24 episodes a series um, and they would knock out nine hours and a go. And in three weeks, they'd, they'd completely nailed it. Very, very, very funny program. However, during that time, as you're watching so many, you're laughing and laughing and laughing and laughing, that when it's finished, what's left? For every high is an equal and opposite low. And therefore, by consistently spending time in that period of excessive laughter for hour after hour after hour, What's left afterwards? The answer is quite uh, quite low. This is extremely well demonstrated in Muriel's wedding. Um, 
just as we're all in the absolute peak of laughter, something tragic happens and that tragedy is hit at such a level purely because for every high, there's an equal and opposite low. Number seven, winning is everything and nothing. So I used to live off the idea that winning was everything, you know, if you're gonna give it your all, you gotta give it your all, and it means everything, and, and you just plow everything in it, and this relates back to the every high, there's an equal and opposite low. The level of intensity to deliver, the level of focus, determination, um, and just pure energy that goes forward into winning and delivering. Winning is setting a goal and achieving it. That's what winning is. Um, however, in the great scheme of things, most achievements mean nothing. Historically, unless things were documented, you can look back and very few people make it through history. You know, there's a few Greek um, mathematicians and theorizers who, who have survived thousands of years, you know. Um, there were a few other characters in history that, you know, fall through. But ultimately, most who were rich and famous, they ain't gonna last in history. You know, people who have straight streets named after them, in modern times, we ain't happy about how they made their money. That's gonna go soon. Winning is everything, if it means a lot to you right at that moment, but as soon as it's done, it's finished. How many football matches have you watched where the, the team have won and the guys are already talking about the next game, it's already passed, you know? They've won the Champions League. It's already passed. You know, there are numerous other sort of things that come along and they've already moved forward because it means everything in the moment, but it means nothing in greater history. Number eight, no human is limited. Eliud Kipchoge, hopefully I've not murdered his name for like the 15th time. Massive, massive hero. You can't get away from the focus this guy has delivered, the ability to run 26 miles in under two hours. We've gone from the four minute mile by Roger Bannister to Elliot, Elliot um, delivering what he delivered. Failed the first time, um, although I don't think it was his failure, I think it was the failure of the organizers in terms of you know not being on it enough. But he, he made it happen, he really, really, really did. He has it tattooed on his wrist, I believe. It says, no human is limited. Les Brown says, we're all born naked, dumb, blind and dumb. And everything else we learn is right, you know. We, we, we learn and condition to believe that we're limited. Elliot isn't. Elliot believes that no human is limited. And if where focus goes, energy flows, everything could be achieved. If we're not going to think about missing the shot before we've even taken it, then we can do that. If we reach for the stars, we can do that. So, you know, really important to, to, to realize that don't limit yourself. You know, no human is limited bar the limits we put upon ourselves. Um, thank you, Elliot, for that. Number nine. We're back to Les again, Mr. Les Brown. Um, oh, as he pronounces his name, sorry, Les Brown. Um, you gotta be hungry. Um, you've gotta be hungry. I do love Les, I really do, I really do. Um, you have gotta be hungry. 
you have got to be game on to achieve what you want to achieve. You've got to be hungry to achieve it. You can't be lackadaisical. You can't be lazy. You know, half-assed is half-assed, you know. So you've got to be hungry. You've got to create hunger. You've got to create the need to achieve something, you know. Necessity is the mother of invention. You know, the need exists. And you need to create that need in order to achieve. Um, I've got my ass in gear to do this today because, you know, I'm walking around town and I'm thinking, you know, what am I doing? Am I actually creating or am I consuming? And the answer was I was consuming. So here we are regurgitating the stuff I've already learned. Back to you guys. But thank you, Les. Um, you got to be hungry. We've reached number 10, but there's still more than 10. But this is number 10. And it ranks among the most important. It is the Serenity Prayer, also known as the Irish Prayer, and various other ways it goes. It's used as part of Alcoholics Anonymous. The prayer grows something along the lines of, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. There's a few variations on in, in the wording of that, but the sentiment is generally the same. Accepting what you can't change, because let's be honest, there's conforming, but then there's also knowing that you can't change it, you know? You can't take a massive bit of rock and use a toffee hammer to break it down. The toffee hammer's gonna go first. You can't change the fact that an unstoppable force hits a uh, unmovable object there's gonna be absolute carnage it's not gonna stay in the same same way one thing is going to give away one way or another so accept the things you can't change the courage to change the things that you can do so that's about um, saying yeah I can actually have an effect on this and then truly understanding well is it the right thing to do? Should I do it? But having the courage to ask the question and the courage to go forth and give it a good go, if it's possible. You know, it really, really, really is. And the wisdom to to understand the difference. So that's really about that whole fast thinking, slow thinking, chimp brain and uh, supercomputer and human thing that Professor Steve talks about. Um, it's really important to, to understand those changes and when you're absolutely stressed out, it's important just to have it to one side. During lockdown, I've had to learn a, a number of new skills. And during that period of time, that involves IT. IT is just an absolute nightmare most of the time. It brings many things forward and we do really well with it. However, when it doesn't work, it's a nightmare. Accepting that it's not working. Accepting that the donut of death is on your screen and you can't have an effect on that particularly. I'm sure there's some IT guys going, yeah, you can. Um, but you can only work within the systems you've been given the tools you've been given and you can have to accept whether you can actually actively accept responsibility for it not working or not um, serenity prayer check it out yourself uh, it's, 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 it's a very useful tool number 11 history waits for no man or woman or anyone else really it's a, it's a call to arms, it's a sense of urgency, a requirement for you to get up off your backside, put your game controller down, turn the TV off, take the headphones down and do something. It's human. Your call to arms 
history ain't gonna wait for you. Time will pass, time is ticking now, 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 now. It is happening, things are happening around you, your time is limited. Well, no human is limited, limited by time to a certain degree, okay? You might live 110, 111 years maybe if you're lucky, but you gotta get it down, you gotta start doing stuff, you gotta make it happen. So, history waits for no the one that I've pulled from Tim is around his stoicism lecture, and it is, what is the pain of not doing it? So this again goes back to number 12. So we're going to go to uh, Tim Ferriss for this one. Um, Tim Ferriss is very much a conduit of information, a conduit of um, learning and the stepping stone to self-awareness um, to be able to move forward and, and do things in your life. Let's say Jordan, why am I even thinking about missing the shot when I haven't even taken the shot yet? Yeah. So in this case it is, what's the price of not taking the action? You can be safe, but if you don't move forward, if you don't go for it, if you don't do it, what is the cost? What is the cost? Mentally, financially, achievement wise. So Michael Jordan with the, the to your family, to your friends, to you, to humanity, of you not doing it. Number 13, one of the real added value ones. Work expands to fill the available space for its completion. It comes in two different areas, really. So one, if you set a deadline that's a bit lackadaisical, has quite a long lead time, you will take all that time to do it. For this podcast, I've taken quite some time to, to do it. I have it written up about four or five weeks ago, but so I've only found the time now because the time presents itself. I didn't make time to do that. I found time to change a toilet, uh, change some taps on the bath, do a bit of housework, go to the beach and watch a ton of 3D films not making this podcast. The work expands to fill the availability of the time for its completion. The other version of this, or the other view of looking at it, the paradigm, we can find work to make ourselves look busy. I can think of several people that do this, that go out of their way to make themselves look busy, primarily for their own feelings, you know, not to look busy to others particularly, but for them to feel busy, for them to feel that they're achieving something by doing something, is while we should keep moving on, if you don't give, if you don't manage your time, if you don't set definitive deadlines, if you don't make it quick, crisp, and you allow time to be languid, you yourself will be flat, blubbery in your timekeeping. You will not be fit and lean and you will not achieve everything you can achieve. You must be sharp with your deadlines. Number 13. This one came from Rainy Marie Rilke. Um, it came off the back of the film Jojo Rabbit uh, by uh, Tiki Wahakati. I think that's how you pronounce his name. I've probably just murdered that one. Um, great director. He's the guy who did Thor Ragnarok. Really, really funny guy. But he took this quote at the end of Jojo Rabbit by uh, by Rilke, and it was, 
let everything happen to you, beauty and terror, just keep going, no feeling is final. No feeling is final. It goes back to the, for every high, um, there's an equal and opposite low. And it goes to stoicism, which is part of Tim Ferriss's um, excellent um, TED talk. Let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. For every high, there is an equal and opposite low. To find beauty, you must first know what a horror looks like, or vice versa, you must have an idea as to what they what they look like. So I really like the quote. You just let things happen to a certain degree. It goes back to the serenity pair. Accept the things that you can, you have to accept that you cannot change and change the things that you can and have the wisdom and the courage to do so. As you can tell, I don't know that quote off by heart, but I keep bodging it in the wrong direction, but you get the idea. Let everything happen to you, beauty and terror. Just keep going. No feeling is final. No feeling is final. How many people in absolute depression who committed suicide felt that the feeling that they had was final, that they couldn't move on, that they couldn't cope with what was happening? But no feeling is final. It's true. If we could get that message out there, how many lives would be saved? How many people would find the stoicism to carry on? This is one of his greatest quotes. Yeah. Churchill is generally and we move on the last two now so this one is from Henry Ford um, in our list of numbers this is number 15 whether you can or whether you cannot you're absolutely right Henry Ford so this is the guy who managed to deliver mass um, production and streamline production you go back to cottage industries where people used to make things in their front rooms and then the weaving looms of Leeds, Manchester and, and the Middle England. You then move on to the combustion engine and then you move on to the mass production in America. Henry Ford obviously pioneered that. But in order to move that forward, he had to have an awful lot of grit and determination. The master of the English language when it comes to speeches. But in terms of quotes, this one's great. Whether you can or you cannot, you're absolutely right. Goes back to Jordan again. Why would I even think of missing taking the shot before I've even taken it? You make your own luck. All the quotes we come back, they come down to a very similar thing and it comes down to the law of attraction. So we mentioned Thomas Edison earlier um, around the light bulbs. This is a great quote from Thomas Edison. Opportunity is missed by most people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like work. Dressed in overalls and looks like work. What, what a fantastic statement. It's, it asks, can I be bothered? Goes back to Les and he's, you gotta be hungry. Opportunities is missed. There are always opportunities. Many, many, many opportunities. But do we grab them? Do we go for it? Not very often. Those who do don't necessarily take every opportunity. Warren Buffett asks the question, how do I not lose money? So he doesn't take every opportunity. However, if something looks like hard work, most people just shy away from it. Others go for it. I mean, Edison, 10,000 different ways to not make the light bulb, and then he gets it. That was hard work, and it was dressed in overalls, and he did it, and 
thank you for him because ultimately we'd all be still going blind with candlelight and not being able to read anything and we wouldn't have a TV set and we wouldn't have street lighting and we'd all be going to bed early and those poor people in the uh, upper and southern hemispheres they wouldn't see much light at all would they so thank you Mr Edison for that one opportunity is missed by people because it's dressed in overalls and looks like hard work So episode seven in summary, there's some really fantastic quotes out there. However, we've just done 15 in total. I intended 10, but I found another five to add in. However, many of those cover very similar ideas. We talked about Jordan. Jordan came through quite a lot. It's a fantastic quote from him. It really, really is. Why would I even think about missing the shot before I've even taken it? which ties into Les Browns for the moon, because if you fall short, you end up in the stars. You know, it's about going for it. It goes for so many of the other quotes that we kind of put in there. You know, Bob Wilson, making your own luck. If you do the right things, if your mindset's in the right way, you'll win, you'll do it, you'll get it, you make your own luck. You've got to be hungry. You've got to make your own luck. Uh, no Human is Limited by Elliot Kachuge fantastic they all have a very 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 similar sort of vein around mindset having that right mindset chimp manager making sure that little little chimp on your shoulder isn't being negative making sure you've got the skills to do that and i refer you back to the tools for living um, episode three it gives you the tools for being able to manage that mindset and put your mindset straight the law of attraction which would be the uh um, the Secret by Rhonda Breen and the entire community. Oprah was quite big on this. And Oprah is ultimately the godmother of the modern sort of 20th century uh, uh, broadcasting of, of this type of um, mindset thinking. She's a wonderful woman. Those people really came through with, with that information, you know, around you've got to be positive. You've got to have the right focus. You've got to be moving in the right direction. And... You know, you can't allow negativity to build in. And with the serenity prayer, you have the ability to park the things that you can't change, but to have the courage and will to move forward the things you can. There's that there. So we've got the two elements, you know, mindset around positively going after your dreams, not allowing that negative part. The the dissection of being understanding what you can have the effect on and sort of doing it. And then the stoicism by sort of Tim Ferriss and uh, um, the Rilke person from uh, the Jojo Rabbit quote at the very end. Those those people, you know, failure, you know, accept it, winning, accept it. You know, my own sort of quote, winning is everything, but but in the in in, in historically it means nothing. You know, go for it, go for it, go for it. But if it don't work out, forget it, move on. So. These are the 15 quotes I've put together. It's meant to be a top 10, but it's 15. I'm sure there are loads of others. Feel free to message me with others that I may have missed. I'm sure there's hundreds that would be really, really cool. But it's what works for you, what stays with you. Thank you very much. And uh, this was episode 7 of the Peace, Love and Prosperity podcast featuring the High Street Banker. I hope to be back soon uh, once I find a subject that I think is worthwhile for you to listen to. Peace, love and prosperity to everyone. Have a positive influence. Bye. Yay!